Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. Yes, it's a flashback episode. This is Riverdale pilot Redux. Yeah, we uh because there's no new episode this week or next week or the week or after the week that. After that, uh, we decided that this time we would try something and we would go back to. The pilot, the first episode of Riverdale, and we, we rewatched it. We went way back in time to when we were young and naive. Oh, but like over over a year ago. Yeah. By the way, we totally missed our one year anniversary. It's hard to do when you do a recap show. It's hard it's to do a true. one year thing because there's another episode. It was just another episode. Maybe maybe episode 100. Maybe. Which would be like season three of Riverdale or well, something. Maybe or midway through some. Uh... <laughs> The OC, and where do we count from? Do we just count Riverdale episodes? I mean, there is an episode count. It's been on each episode, every single episode. I know, episode 57, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was the last episode. I looked. This is episode 58. Yeah, that is how it works. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Riverdale. We used to be so young, so naive. Well, I mean, we, we might as well get into it, might as well do it. Yeah, because I have no interesting life stuff to talk about. My yeah. play's done. All I do is watch Grey's Anatomy. Good. Hang out at home. Um, I don't remember if the title is anything different than Pilot. I didn't write it down. I think it's called Pilot. Good. Then this is episode one. Pilot? Pilot? hard to ask a question in a whisper i don't think it is <laughs> okay it's just less whispery all right you guys gotta have to go up at the end uh so back to the pilot and we come in just as we always expect to like 95 percent of the time with a voiceover with a voiceover from jughead who we will not see until the last five minutes of this episode. I mean, he's in the episode. He's lurking about. Is he? Being a loner. Yeah. Uh, he's at, like, s- the back of the pep rally. Oh, right. He is just sitting there. Being a creep. Uh, but we got Jughead, and he's doing all his uh, his talky-talk stuff. And most importantly, in Riverdale, there is both a comic book store and a Dairy Queen. Yeah. Neither of these things have appeared since well, then. Well, that's because that's they're going to Pop Tates. That Dairy Queen is out of business now. The Dairy Queen is definitely right across the street from Pop Tates. And they stare at them and shake their fist, be like, they do so good. <laughs> they had a band play on their roof once. Why can't we have that? We're Dairy Queen. So we and no all... one reads comic books in this town. I feel like some of these characters would read comic Clayton books. Clayton wants to draw comic books. Yeah, that's true. He does want to do that. Yeah. So why couldn't that scene have taken place in the comic book store? They show us so many places that are important to us, like the Riverdale Register and the Fire Hall, which was maybe the Town Hall, and I misread the sign. And also the Graveyard. And also the Drive-In. Yeah, well, the sign for the Drive-In. The sign for the Drive-In says closing soon. Yes. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Which is interesting because there's never been foreshadow. I mean, there is usually. <laughs> usually it's like in the last five minutes. And then it's resolved in the first five minutes of the next episode. That is true. <laughs> My favorite thing is about this also is that Jughead uh, goes like, the story starts like this. And I'm like, and then it, like, if you met, imagine this is a book. <laughs> imagine if you're reading a book called Riverdale. Right. You open up and you're like, oh, man. Look at all this uh, mystery that's going on here. There's a murder in this town. And there's all this stuff going on. All right. The mafia. What? 
It's true. He starts the story with twin cest. Yeah. And he has no idea where it's going to go. There's these, look, there's this, there's this brother and sister. They're twins. They're probably banging. And they went for a twin boat ride, which I think was the name of our first episode. Yeah. 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 They, go for, they go for a creepy twin boat ride. And you know what? It doesn't get less creepy seeing it the second time. I'm just reminded of the fact that for the first many episodes... They did not pay Jason to talk. Yeah. Which means they were paying that boy, forcing him to dye his hair red, yeah. like a hundred bucks an episode. Well, maybe. That's an exaggeration. But... I do know that, um, well, actually, it would be the opposite of exaggeration. It would be a... An exaggeration of how poor it was. Well, I guess, yeah. Uh, but uh, there's also the moment where Cheryl does her whole look at him and goes, are you scared? And in retrospect, that is, like, A really, normal thing to say? Really? Well, I mean, it's really obvious. Like, yeah. Like... Oh, yeah, clearly. And even at the time, you're like, okay, I guess. I think I knew from this episode that he was running away. Like, yeah. I feel like that was an early yeah, prediction I had. You don't go on a, like, cool boat ride and say, <laughs> are you scared? To be fair, Aaron, I guess I could say that at any time. Like, me and you, we could go out to, like, Original Joe's and just sang outside of Original Joe's and look at you and go, are you scared? And then I would... Shake my head, just <laughs> no, like Jason. Does he shake his head or does he just look at her? Does he nod? I feel like he nods. I feel like he's just motionless. <laughs> like, he might already be dead. Maybe they didn't hire him to move either. Mm. He's just a wax dummy. Expensive. <laughs> Hiring actors to walk? Whew, over the top. You'll let everybody know very quickly just now. I'm trying to come down with something, so you might hear some, like, weird throat stuff or me coughing. I'll try to cut around it, but that's going to get in there. And you'll like it. You will there like that. Um, so we got we got the the bit where like you know he's gone and uh, Dilton Doily found Cheryl and it's very and she's crying and yeah. the river is dredged and we realize that Riverdale not great at stuff. No, because then the cops come out and they start like once again my favorite part dredging with a grappling hook, which. <laughs> I never looked it up to see if that's how they actually dredge. That seems really aggressive. It does seem aggressive. It seems like you do that with, like, a stick or something, but instead you're throwing out a grab, like, hoping to hook Jason's eye, I guess. (laughs) Hook this young man. Notably missing from this, Sheriff Keller. Ah, yeah, we don't see him. I guess he's on the boat, driving the boat. Kevin, there's only two cops, Sheriff Keller and Gary. Yeah, Sheriff Keller was, was, well, I mean, that's why both of them can't leave the office. Oh, that's true. We haven't seen Gary that much because he has to stay in the office. That's true. Sheriff Keller's one's off going around having sex with women and being really weirdly buff. But this one time. This one time. Well, it's because it's grappling hook time. Now, we did name him Gary, right? That is what we named the other cop. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Can someone tell us? <laughs> you tell us now. Uh, we, we get a little bit of, once again, I guess a little bit, a little bit of foreshadowing here where we get Alice just hating on Jason Blossom. <laughs> she and hopes like, he burns in hell. And I'm like, considering what we learned, that's still really aggressive. Yeah, it's over the top. Like, so, so we learn eventually that Alice hates Jason because he got Polly pregnant. But he loves Polly and he wants to raise those babies with her. Yeah, so presumably, so she hates Jason because he's a Blossom because of what Hal says the Blossoms killing his grandfather, which Alice married into this family and was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm in on this family hatred. I mean, Alice does get in on things. And, she, and before this, she was a serpent. Yeah. But she's like, yeah, that murder sucks. 
maybe she knows she knows that Clifford Blossom is the drug runner and she's like I hate these people who bring these drugs to the serpents we're just a club <laughs> we were room. a LARPing group before he started and that's why she really hates him yeah but no she hates Jason Blossom she hopes he, he birds in hell I don't know why all these people are standing around as they dredge a lake that's just the only entertainment in Riverdale <laughs> yeah, nothing else to do uh, and that leads us to the arrival of a uh, new mystery. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. It's the Lodges. It's Veronica. It's not mysterious <laughs> it's yet. It's not mysterious at all. Although we do find out that Veronica doesn't know Smithers. Yes. Smithers never met Veronica. So apparently this, pro- the Pembroke, yes. is the only place that is that's the Lodges own that is in Hermione's name. Which means Smithers has just been hanging out there waiting so it is a hotel or is it an apartment building that only she owns a part of because no one else lives there and but there is a lobby well do what also confuses me about this so does she own the building or does she own her apartment because if she owns the building then I don't think legally Hiram can fire Smithers. Also, if she owns the building, she's really not utilizing that space very well. Yeah, it feels like she owns a business. Why is there a lobby? Renting out the Pembroke for money. (laughs) Because it's pretty nice. I don't know. I don't... There are a lot of things, now that we've watched the pilot again, there's a lot of things I don't understand. What is this house? What is this apartment they live in? How does she own it? Crime queen of Riverdale? Well, that's the thing. She's funneling all the money through the Pembroke. I guess. Uh, I don't know. Then we go to Betty's house. I, for- I for- completely forgot that the first scene with Betty is just her sitting around in her bra talking to Kevin. And, okay, I think that Betty's bedroom looks completely different than it does now. I just don't think we see many shots of it, in, like, with... Any Without sort of creepy light. sad lighting. That's true. Because we just saw her. She yeah. fell asleep on her bed after she had her murder hallucinations. Yeah. And now this is something that we have to bring up again, which is something that has come up that Archie literally just became like he is right now. Because when because Kevin is passing by the window, because they're talking about Archie and how yeah. much Betty loves Archie. Um, and then Kevin passes by the window, and then he, like, grabs both side of the windows and leans out, and he's like, Whoa, Betty! Betty, come here! Come here, Betty! <laughs> Betty! Betty, come here! Because Archie's... Archie... <laughs> oh, man, how would you describe what Archie's doing? Archie is taking a selfie and putting his shirt on he's at not, the same time. He's not taking a selfie. He's checking his phone. As if he's taking a selfie. Well, that, you know, he's, he, he's got in the selfie angle. Well, because he's got to lift his arms up to get his shirt in to show off his abs. But he stops in front of the window, has his phone up to like, like he looks confused. Like he's like, what is, I get, what's the phone, what's happening here? He's just having a glitch in his program. I got a text from a jughead. I don't know a jughead. <laughs> I know Forsyth. <laughs> the third. The, the third. I know my phone is Forsyth the third. But he poses for a while with his shirt up, and I forgot this moment, and this moment is beautiful. <laughs> they just ogle him. Which I br- also want oh. to establish. Yeah. We find out later that Kevin wants to do wrestling this year. Yeah. But also, Kevin is very, very good at wrestling, much yeah. better than Archie. Yeah. Also, Kevin only got big enough to do wrestling this year. Also, Betty has somehow got really hot over the summer. Every... 
Literally every single one of these kids had what what is called super aggressive uh, puberty. Last year, they were all essentially the children from It. (laughs) And then Summer hit, and they all became, you know, 25-year-olds. Of course. 12 cars. That's how puberty works in Riverdale. It's something in the water. I'm also... Or the maple syrup. Continually very puzzled, and I don't think it's ever been resolved. How is it... That no one saw Archie for the entire summer. Because Archie was not gone. Archie was simply working on his dad's construction, which is in Riverdale. I guess he's just been working inside the construction. And Betty can essentially touch Archie's room from her room. Well, it's not very clear if Betty didn't realize it. I think Betty might have known. Kevin was just like, look, oh my god, because Kevin did not see Archie all summer. But Betty's so excited to go out with Archie because she hasn't seen him all summer. You're right. And then she starts talking about a book launch that she planned and how she's friends with Toni Morrison. Right. These are all things I don't remember. All things that happened. Betty is friends with novelist, renowned, internationally acclaimed, award-winning novelist, Tony Morrison. Isn't they set up being like, we can probably get Tony Morrison, and they never could get Tony Morrison. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, uh, we, we get this nice bit between Archie and Betty when Archie, this is where we get the reveal of Archie's music, and I forgot how the way that it goes there was so dumb. <laughs> because he's like, I was on, I was doing all this lifting stuff, you know, getting swole. And then, and then I started writing poems in my head. But they weren't poems. They were songs. And it just reminded me of, I've been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers, and there's an episode of Bob's Burgers where Jimmy Pesto talks to um, uh, Tina about the fact that he wants to do poems to music, and she's like, like songs? He's like, no, poems to music. Which is I want Archie to be like, he's like, no, poems to music. Can't remember if they're called soems, or if they're called, or if they're called, like, Palm. I think it's Soams. I think it's Soams. Soams is much funnier than Palms. Yeah. So it's Soams. It's so good. This one's just Soams. <laughs> okay. So now, during this very sweet conversation, Archie and Betty are at Pop Tates, and then Veronica walks in wearing her cape. Like the Grim Reaper. Her once cape again. that I miss so much. <laughs> she wore it for so many episodes. And I have a new question. Yeah. How did Veronica get to Pop Tates? I'm assuming Smithers drove her. Why can't Smithers go by himself to pick up the dinner? Plot Why does reasons. Veronica have to do it? Plot. It's very good. I mean, here's the thing. Why would Smithers do that anyways if he works for the Pembroke? <laughs> no, he works for Hermione. But Andre works for the Pembroke. No, Andre is the new Smithers. So Smithers works for Hermione, not the Pembroke. Which Correct. Means that, so which means that Hermione has just had, a, I guess, a servant. Hanging around in the Pembroke alone, he keeps, being like, she'll come back one day. He keeps it clean. 15 years minimum. He's the housekeeper. Oh. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know why Veronica went there, but she did, so she could see Archie and... And also find out that Betty's giving her a tour and everyone loves Archie. And it is reestablished that these kids are sophomores. Yes. That's not how you pronounce that word. Sophomores, not sophomores. Mm, these kids are sophomore. <laughs> They're I... sophomores. They're in grade 10. They're 15. Why? Why would you make them sophomores? Yeah, if you, I feel like here's the problem with a lot of things we, we come up. They we're seeing a lot in this episode especially. It feels like 
they could not decide if they wanted them to be in university or in high school. So they made some sort of like university high school hybrid. Yes. Because I also have a note where at one point I was like, is Riverdale a university and we just don't realize it? Because later, Miss Grundy is like, come to me to my office hours. And I'm like, teachers and high school don't have office hours. She's like, make an appointment. You don't, who, who is he making this appointment with? Yeah, you, don't make, you don't really make an appointment with a teacher. You just go and find them and talk to them yeah, during you, like school hours. You just go see them after class. Their office hours are eight to five. Yeah. School hours. School hours. So, uh, yeah, that whole thing happens. Ronka does her whole ref. I forgot how referential she was in the first one things where she had just a hit up, like, there's my Chewing Capote reference. Yeah, she got better later, but. She got better, yeah. Yeah, but she but she gets introduced in, like, well, yeah, there's a lot of the characters where they have to introduce them and you ha- they have to immediately show their, uh, like, this is what the character's like. Like, I see, like, Archie's essentially, like, first scene where he actually has a long talk with Betty. Too far, his first scene is him showing off his abs. It's true. But his first speaking scene. Is he's like, music. I like music. I'm sensitive. It's new. This is new. Yeah. Uh, then we got a little scene with Archie and Luke Perry Andrews. Oh, man. And it's just a good scene. I love Luke Perry Andrews so much. Like, just just good scenes. He's so good. We're back to the part where, like, those scenes are just good scenes. Yep. Yep. Then we have a bad scene. Well, it's not a bad scene, but it doesn't pay off much later in the season. Yeah, Allison. So, Alice and Betty talk. Alice has, is, I forgot that her original, like, thing, where she's like, you have to go to a good school. You have to be perfect, Betty. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Also, here's your Adderall. Yeah, right. She, apparently, <laughs> Betty was... And they have the bit where Alice is like, oh, you forgot to get it filled again. Yeah. Like, is that... I that's guess, the thing. I guess Betty's still forgetting to get it filled. Or she's just on it now. And we just don't need to talk about it. <laughs> she's just on Adderall all the time. I mean, we could just assume that. I mean, that's how she achieves so much. And when she's off it, that's dark Betty. Of uh, course. Drug-powered. Students? Children? Podcast listeners? Don't take Adderall. Unless it's prescribed for, for you by a medical... <laughs> professional don't take anything that's not prescribed for you and like not something that your parents coerce the doctor into prescribing for you you should work with your medical professionals to get the things you need to get so we move into a into a heartbreaking moment where we see first reggie (gasps) and first reggie loves archie so much he loves him he loves him so much he goes out like archie you got swole how'd you get so swole i'll be swole like you hey archie you have any sex with all cougars are you out there yeah i bet you did yeah you get it archie you get i love you man then archie walks off and he he looks at reggie looks at moose and he's like yeah yeah he got it <laughs> yeah he did yeah <laughs> god i miss for, this new reggie's <laughs> Like I like yeah, new Reggie is fine. I love new Reggie. He, I mean, he's a different. He's a different character. But old Reggie is just so. New Reggie is not at. He's still my sweet pure boy, but he's not as sweet and pure as original Reggie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, new Reggie feels a lot. Also, a lot more like. Maybe just because we're seeing Reggie in just this scene, but like the entire episode, original Reggie's so supportive, <laughs> and so like nice, and just like. Like, later he becomes the drug-dealing, like... It's true. You know, There's also the time that he competes against Archie to be the captain of the football team, which, what? We'll (laughs) talk about that. Forgot about that. Uh, We get the uh, the sort of the... What would you call it? The... Tour of the school? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tour of the school. uh, That Betty's giving to Veronica. And Kevin crashes it. 
And we forgot that Veronica is the worst. Oh, yeah. She, as, as soon as, so Kevin goes around, he does his whole, like, explain the clubs. I, I didn't know, I forgot about this. There is a strip club in Riverdale called the Ho-Zone, which I think, I guess it's a joke on the Ozone. <laughs> so that's a fun, that's a fun Hi. science reference. Fun <laughs> science pun for your sex club, not sex club, sorry, strip club. I'm wondering, though, why do they need a strip club when they have the white worm? They have sad teenage strippers. I mean, I guess if you want happy strippers, you go to... That's true. You, the you, ho zone. You go to the ho zone. <laughs> I, can't, I didn't write down the name of the gay club. Me neither. Yeah. But apparently it's sad. I assume that's where they go, though, when they go dancing in that one episode. No, they go to a club. Well, then, uh, not in Riverdale. Nope, I don't think it is in Riverdale. I uh, know it is because... Uh, oh, right, because they threaten the owner. Yeah. But it's not a gay club. I don't think it's a gay club. Oh, just because from seeing the inside of it, I don't think there was an exorbitant amount of, like, men in So there. then did they go to the ho zone? I mean, there's another club. No, there's only two clubs. <laughs> the gay club and the ho zone. And they opened up another one. Um, okay. But, uh... So, you know, Kevin all does that. And then Betty's like, oh, uh... uh Veronica, this is Kevin. He's and Veronica goes gay. Thank God. And I'm like, Ugh. and then she's like, we're best friends now. And we're like, Ugh. I don't really want Kevin to be like, I'm not gay, but uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for assuming things about someone you don't know. Oh, yeah, oh, but no, Kevin. she's really happy to have her gay best friend, who once again was Betty's best friend first. Mm-hmm. But man, seeing this episode, Veronica really inserted herself into that. Like she's dancing with him at the at the um, dance. Yeah, like the she, next day. Yeah, she like really, really like inserted herself into that relationship and kind of right kind of stole Kevin from Betty. Well, she also steals Archie from Betty. So, oh, Veronica. Oh, Veronica. Oh, Veronica. <laughs> uh, the pussycat dolls as i'm calling them okay so because i called them the, the first couple episodes yes, you did. yeah no the jones and the pussycats are rehearsing in the auditorium and archie walks in and i have read a lot of like recaps and like conversations about this pilot since it came out yeah and a lot of people are like yeah i love it i love like the feminist bend and you know they don't have to do that man's music and i love that the Pussycats are like this cool, edgy, femi- feminist band that does their own music. And I still, watching this again, he does not want them to do his songs. Yeah, I mean, let, let's be clear. I, I think maybe that's probably the way they want the scene, the way to be written. But literally, he comes like, hey, you guys are really good. Um, I've been writing music. And then Josie's like, let me stop you right there. Uh, you're looking at us. We don't like it. We do our own music. Which they don't do, by yeah. the way. And Archie's like... Yeah, I know you do your own music. I'm hoping that maybe you can help me. Yeah, it's... I can see where they're going from. The problem is that they couldn't let Archie do his request, because his request is not to, I want you to play my music. But it doesn't come... Like, it doesn't even come across. It's so obvious. He's like, hey, you guys are really talented and really cool. Can you maybe help me? Yeah, it's... (laughs) It's just really sad. See, I feel really bad for Archie. He's just like, oh... Yeah, I thought you guys were cool. And, and, and Valerie's totally into him in that scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, Melody gets a line in this scene. Mm-hmm. Valerie does not. No, Valerie gets a look. A Just, little do Josie has know. a lot of lines. However, I still want to be clear from this scene, from this episode to the current episode, still not a main character. Still not a main character. She's, not, she, she's in all the publicity stuff. She's not a main character. She has had more lines in that episode than in most of the other episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except for the one episode that was about her. Yeah. I mean, a third of it was about her. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. And then here, 
here we are at the pep rally, which is not a pep rally. It's a Cheryl rally. It's a sad rally is what it is, <laughs> which I think Cheryl called for. I think so. I think Cheryl was like, I have to do. <laughs> My brother is dead. Let me do a thing where I tell everyone that the dance will go on. Also, let's just keep in <laughs> mind one important thing. No one said the dance is being canceled. And also, she knows Jason's not dead at this point. Yeah, as far as she knows, the plan went off without yeah. a hitch. At this point, she's just milking it. <laughs> she's like, yes. Now they'll all listen to me in my funeral garb. <laughs> more importantly, though, we see Jughead in this scene. Yes. But even more importantly than that... We see Grundy. Yes, Grundy is there, and Archie stares at her, and she looks back up at Archie. And then there's and... a flashback. Yeah, to to the meeting, which I guess was... So she already knew him. Yep. Which I guess means she was at the school before that moment. And then Archie got hot. And she like was, that. Like that. And and she did that walk, that drive-by with glasses down. Because we've talked about this on the podcast before, but let us not forget, this happens prior to the 4th of July. Yes. Because the 4th of July is when, uh, what's his face? Jason goes missing and they're making out by the ocean. Yeah. It's not an ocean. Yeah, yeah by the ocean. <laughs> the job to the ocean. And so, school ends. I mean, Aaron, we would, remember we saw this in the last episode, that crashing, like, side? True, the river is could an be ocean. At the ocean. Guys, it just, school yeah. has literally been out for, like, three days. Yeah, I don't know how long Archie and Miss Grundy were doing their stuff for, but Archie got hot real fast. <laughs> no one noticed. Yeah. Uh, Good God. And then we already talked about this. Riverdale secretly a college. Miss Grundy will not talk to Archie about his music in the hallway, only in a secret meeting place. No, you must make an appointment with me. Because sure. for that's what I am. An appointment. Great. Uh, Hermione Lodge, queen of crime, looks for a job. So do you think, because I think, she's just trying to get in so that she can start doing her evil dealings? Well, I mean, here's Aaron. Here's the question, Aaron. Do we want to pretend that this show knew what they were doing? No, she just wants a job because no, they're poor. because no, at this point, that wasn't her character. There's no way. When you see the way she is acting in this episode and the way she responds to things, there is no way they had planned out, ah, oh, she's going to be a, cri- a crime queen pin. There's, no, there's no way. There's no way. Not the way that she's, like, acting about things, the way she's trying to, like... She wouldn't try to find that job because, like... Mm. I mean, I guess... Maybe she the, would. I mean, because the whole thing about, um... Oh, no, but when P- Hiram comes back from prison... Yeah. I guess, if he's in prison or whatever Where, he's yeah, at. Yeah, he's at. When he comes back, he's like, why'd you make a deal with Luke Perry Andrews? Yeah, she wasn't happy about... He wasn't and happy about that. And she's like, people like him. He'll help us. And Hiram's like, hmm. Yeah. I just, I, I, I can't see it. I can't see in these first episodes where she becomes. So I think like, what I, must I, have happened is she was crime kingpin. And then when Hiram went to wherever he went, their assets got frozen. And she was like, ah, no, I'm panicking. <laughs> and so this is her just doing stuff. I guess she still owns the Pembroke. She does own the Pembroke. Or that room in the Pembroke. Or something. Or Smithers. <laughs> Knows. Who knows what she owns? She lives in Smithers' house. She's he a, owns the Pembroke. Yeah. She says, "I have a little bit. I have a little bit saved saved away." Though, like, I feel like if she was a crime queen pin, she'd have like a lot. Yeah, she have. Well, she'd have her crime money. Yeah, she'd have her money where it's like, oh, this is my secret money off in like the, the Cayman, Cayman Islands. Islands or something. 
more importantly about this scene is the reason that Luke Perry Andrews needs a bookkeeper is because his usual guy is on paternity leave. Yeah. And that really says a lot about how cool and progressive Luke Perry Andrews is. He yeah. continues to be the best human individual on TV. He, he does. I mean, to be fair, he is constantly failing at, like, like his... his... <laughs> yeah, he's too nice. Yeah, which is a problem, but not a real problem. I If, if someone's going to have a problem, being too nice is a problem that I'm like, yeah, you're, you're doing fine. Yeah, you're okay. You're doing just good. Uh, so we get a little bit of, like, Archie playing his music. He's got a lot mm-hmm, of songs, mm-hmm. and they're, like, well-recorded. Yeah, he somehow has a secret recording studio. I mean, he is a recording studio. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, he just thinks the music, and it happens. <laughs> uh, but Veronica has the whole thing where she looks around and looks at all the people. And then she immediately has friends. Yeah, I just want to point out that, so this has to be, this is the same day as the sad rally, right? <laughs> so this is the first day of school. Yeah, Cheryl has a change of clothing from, she got in a funeral garb for the <laughs> sad rally. Once again, her brother, she knows is not dead, so she's just like, yeah. Well, we realize early that Cheryl loves chaos because she insists that all of these people come to her party. No, she is not. Ha- this is just no. No, she doesn't. This is just cheerleading. Yeah, this is. She walks over and's like, Veronica, look at you. Uh, just do cheerleading because you're hot and new and rich. And then Veronica's like, Betty comes too. And Cheryl's like, mm, anyone can come. Hey, tweet me. And I'm like, oh my god, they referenced a real website. Yeah, that's right. So there is Twitter. There is Twitter. There is Twitter in Riverdale. And Cheryl's handle is Cheryl Bombshell. Yes. Which probably is her Instagram. Yes. I'm going to look that up later. Uh, but we got a little bit more here where um, we're reminded that Cheryl didn't have Betty. Didn't let Betty in because she was too fat. I am 100% sure Betty did not get hot. Like, over Betty looks exactly the same. Yeah. But, I mean, Veronica doesn't believe that. Oh, Veronica immediately is like, well, you're a smoke show now, so we're going to be cheerleaders. Don't worry, you're hot now. Great. Thanks, Veronica. I bet you were ugly in the past, but now you're hot. That's all that matters. And so now good things will happen to you because you're a hot person like me. I'm 15. I can't imagine, like, all the way they treat her with all the stuff she's done in New York when she was, I guess, 14. Well, I mean, rich kids, they grow up fast. I guess. They I live mean, hard, die I, young. I guess I don't really know the rich kid life, so maybe all that stuff makes sense. Maybe for her, only for her it makes sense. I mean, when I was 15, I was writing red fan fiction in the basement, mm, but... Yes. <laughs> uh, Archie plays the saddest love song for Grundy. That she listens to on headphones, and he stares at her. So he could show his friends this song on his computer, but Grund... Anyway... Finally, Miss Grundy is like, no, we can't music. I can't be alone with you. And I'm like, really? You're a grown woman who can't control yourself around a 15-year-old? And also, you were, when he wanted to talk to you before, you weren't alone. You were in a hallway. And then you're like, no, we can't talk right now. Meet me alone. We can't talk to each other alone. Meet me in public. No, you can't meet me in public. Oh, Grundy. Like, like when he goes and he sees her at the party, she's like, stop doing this and he's, he's like, like when I can go I go here when can I talk to you and she's like like we're alone we can't be alone together <laughs> so dumb so dumb so dumb then there's the cheerleading tryouts yeah then it's the audition which I guess is also still the same day and Cheryl and Veron, not Cheryl, Betty and Veronica have put together a routine I like the idea that they're that Ar- doing by themselves I like the idea that Archie made <laughs> that Archie Talked to Miss Grundy like, after the after the sad rally was like Miss right. Grundy we need we need to talk and she's like save me my office hours 
Later today, after school. In half an hour. In half an hour. I guess it's after school. That's what I imagine. It's probably yeah, after probably. Because so because he, he goes to the uh, he goes to see Miss Grundy, then he goes to football practice. Yes. But also after school, and also there's <laughs> basketball going on, which is not proper sports seasons. Yeah, those. I mean, those guys are definitely like, well, we were supposed to practice now, but he gets to doing this. <laughs> also, isn't Archie on the basketball team? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Archie's always on the basketball team. I mean, team. I think it's just guys who just wanted to play basketball, and they're like, oh, I guess they're got the chilling <laughs> thing first. No one's the only people auditioning are Veronica and it's true Betty. They do their dance, um, and then they do the kiss, which is for trailers. The trailers. It was entirely for trailers. And Kevin, what I want to know is. Where is a grown-up? <laughs> Why is there no faculty advisor being like, Cheryl, this is not how you run cheerleading tryouts. Cheryl, don't make them kiss each other. Cheryl, you can't interview them. Cheryl, this isn't how this works. Stop you're, bullying people. You're, do, do you think that, like, the because later um, Alice says, Cheryl Blossom Vixens, do you think she actually just started it and she's like... <laughs> There's no affiliation with the school whatsoever. Yeah, we're, like, we're going to do cheerleading. The school's like, what? She's like, I already did it. There's already a squad. Well, we'll get you a faculty advisor. No, I already did it. No, no, we have to get you a faculty advisor. I'm a grown-up. No, you're not. You're 15. <laughs> remember remember <laughs> that the way that Cheryl went to the school in the comic books is that she pranked the school and as punishment, they <laughs> she sent had her to, go to, to the, the school. school? That seems more and more likely in this universe. <laughs> That she has to go to the school because it's a prank. Because there's no way there's a poor school, but not a rich school. There's only a poor school and a normal school. Yes. But if there was a rich school, Veronica would go to the rich school. That's true. No, wait. She's not rich. Never mind. She's not rich anymore. Yeah. So Cheryl was going to the rich school, the private one, and then she pranked this school. <laughs> now she has to go to the school. As a punishment. Conveniently, Jason already went there. Yeah. Because he's popular. Yeah. And he's and he's like, I I'm, I like this school. I want to play sports. The rich school only has horse polo. And <laughs> horse horse water polo. <laughs> it's just where we put the horses in water. Yeah. yeah. They, they like it. They do. <laughs> it's just unfortunate when they're on the deep end. Oh, God. Uh, so then we get get a little bit more. Once again, playing at the remember remember Cheryl hated Betty, and I still don't know why. Yeah, we tried to talk it through. So Cheryl is upset because Polly used to date Jason, but Cheryl knows that Jason ran away to be with Polly. Yes. So Cheryl hates Polly because Polly took her brother away. I guess. And Polly's not there, so she can only hate Betty. I have to imagine that has to be the reason. It's not, it's not ever really explained. But then why does... Like, her logic right now seems to be that she hates Betty because Polly and Jason are going out, and then Polly had a mental breakdown, which made her hate... Polly. Polly. Okay, so if Cheryl thinks that Jason ran away to be with Polly... Then Cheryl thinks the group home thing is a lie, and she's perpetuating that so no one will figure out that Jason and Polly ran away together. I, I mean, that has to be it. So that she has to be it. So she doesn't actually hate Betty. She's just protecting her brother. I guess. Cheryl makes no. Oh, Cheryl makes no Sh- sense. I mean, that's a common trend. Cheryl does make no sense. Cheryl makes no sense. <laughs> Cheryl makes no sense. 
But Veronica does, like, her whole, like, tearing Cheryl down. And all the things she says at Cheryl, I'm like, no, those are wrong. Cheryl's just crazy. <laughs> she She's not entitled. Yeah. She's just crazy. She, she's like, you're mean because being, being mean makes you feel good. But you know what being mean doesn't do? It doesn't make you feel good. <laughs> and Cheryl's like, what? <laughs> chaos makes me feel good. I like just doing whatever I want. Someday I'll be nice to you. <laughs> and then I'll change my mind. <laughs> Cheryl Blossom. Halfway through a conversation, you won't know. <laughs> like, actually, there's a thing where it cuts between the two of them, and, like, Veronica does her whole, like, you like fire. Well, I only have ice. And then Cheryl looks at her. I kind of want Cheryl to be like, I'm sorry, I just blacked out there. Do you want to be a cheerleader? <laughs> you and, and Betty, we're all friends now. I like you guys. And then she hugs them. And they're like, what? What? So, they are cheerleaders. Somehow, they have cheerleading uniforms on the first day of school. I know we go to football first. Yeah. But I just want to get this thought out of my head. How are the uniforms just there waiting for them? How do they know what sizes they need? Yeah. Is this still the first day of school? (laughs) Has time passed? Hey, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight, I made a choice, and it was a choice. You know how there are these new Diet Cokes? No. Uh, have you seen the commercial of the skinny girl weirdly dancing? No. Oh. There's new Diet Cokes. Okay. They're weird flavors. Tell me more. This one is blood orange flavored. Nice. Oh, zesty blood orange. It's zesty. Ooh. There was also like a mango one and a lime one, which is normal. Yeah. And I think a cherry one. Some other color. All right. So, it's okay. Yeah? Not great? I don't think Diet Coke should be orange-flavored. I mean, that's... Here's the thing. I think very few things should be orange-flavored other than oranges. Yeah. I think oranges are really good orange-flavored. I don't think... Like, there's orange-flavored chocolate. I do not like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything that's orange flavored that's not orange i like that san pellegrino i drank that other day that's kind of just being orange though that's like, true it was just orange juice and soda water yeah like that's just essentially yeah <laughs> it's just orange juice <laughs> so it was just orange yeah i just don't think things infused with orange is very good well orange is not a flavor that adds like, orange is a flavor that is yeah whereas like lemon is a flavor that adds yeah sure like because like, like even if we want to say lemonade that's like water and sugar and lemon yeah 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 anyway i mean you guys can buy this it's a cool can i don't recommend it <laughs> just drink normal diet coke or maybe, someone, maybe one of the other ones better yeah maybe i'll try one of the other ones later i you can buy them at Shoppers Drug Mart in feel, Canada. I also don't feel great about mango. I feel like any of the, like, f- like fruits aren't great. No. I mean, that's weird to say because citrus is technically a fruit, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. I feel like also mango would not be that Yeah, great. I don't think mango is going to be good. I'm going to try it. Yeah, So course. I'll know. Yeah. Maybe I'll try it on the podcast. Absolutely. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, would you like some of this pop? Well, you sold it so well. I know. No, I don't think I'm good. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> So we're at football practice. Yes. Tryouts. And the, mm, mm. No, football tryouts probably happened in the spring. Yeah, no, this is definitely football practice. However, this year, there's an open spot on the varsity team. And, which means, which means there's only one way to fill it. 
by getting a redhead who fits into Jason's jersey. Yeah. Like, why? Why don't you retire the jersey? Why can't he wear his own number, but the varsity version of his number, not... And, And you know what? You know what? Hey, maybe Varsity already has someone who has his number. Then he can pick a new number. Yeah, new number. Don't give him the dead kid's number. That's crazy. <laughs> it's so weird. Retire his number. He uh, Apparently his death was a big thing for this community. Yeah, just retire his number. Retire Make it a ceremony. Hang it up in the, the, the gym. In the gym. People, People will like it. Yeah, don't be like, hey, you kind of look like him. Here you, you go. Ha- you have to wear it. But Kevin, here's my question. Archie is apparently the only sophomore on the varsity team. Then how, tell me, how can he compete against Reggie to be the captain leader? I think, I don't think Reggie's the same age as them. Why are they sophomores? I don't think, I don't think Reggie's a sophomore. He might be a senior. A senior like Cheryl and Jason. Yeah, like... Do we see him in the same class as any... Do we see any of them in a class? Yeah, just any of them ever go to class? Also, this is a college, so kids of any yeah, age true. can be in any class. Yeah, it also is a college. <laughs> it's, it is also a high school slash college. Like, are we going to have an elementary school slash... Um, junior mid- high? Junior high. This is a uh, high school slash college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have you have all the kids who are like, man, I was going to get through biology, and someone else who's like, I'm taking logic right now <laughs> as an option. It's my elective. You gotta make sure that I get my credits up good. <laughs> okay, but like, also, it makes no sense that they want Archie to be in the running to be captain later. He's a baby. He's the most, he's the only baby on the team. I just, yeah, but I can't. He, but, but Aaron, remember, he just got super buff. Yeah. Which is the question, was he good at football before he was super buff? Yeah, how did he get on the team? Yeah, what Yeah, what was he before this? Like, this is, it's so ill thought through where they're like, oh, but Archie has to be on the varsity team because he's so good at football. Like, But he just got buff. Before that, what, what was, I mean, I guess he could have been fast. He could have been a, yeah. a, a, a running, like a running, running back, back type thing. And maybe he's still a running back type thing, but now but, he has muscles. But it's so weird to, to be like, oh, he just got in shape. But also, he's really good at football. So, so good that they, like, he's been there for a day. <laughs> Maybe oh, sorry, he... this is the second day. This is the second day. Maybe he looked exactly the same. Wait, is this the second day? Oh, we have... We're not sure. No, this has to be the first day still. Maybe? How could this all take place on the same day of school? Maybe this is the morning of the second day. I don't know. I think it's important to note that maybe he looked exactly the same before, except that he didn't have abs, and literally the only upgrade was the abs. Uh, so he, he was, was just too... doing crunches all so day, buff, every day. Good pecs, but big old pot belly. Yeah. yeah. But now... Now abs. he's got abs, and they're like, I should give this kid this dead guy's jersey. I don't know. Mm. Uh, we get a kind of like, well, th- this, this is where we have um, Betty and Veronica bonding. Veronica bonding. They they put on their, uh, you know, cheerleading, the cheerleading uniforms. Outfits and then they go for a walk, I guess, in the damp air. And Veronica talks about how she was bullied by many internet trolls. Yes, because they're like. Or, you know, her dad was a thief, her mom was a vapid socialite, not a crime queen pin of everywhere, <laughs> yeah. um, and she was just, like, a rich bitch. And she decided she wanted to be more than that. And I'm like, good, this is a this is, this would be a great arc for her to go on. She did not go on She did on not go arc. on it. Did not happen. Because she's like, I want to be a better person. I want, like, I made a resolution myself, and I'm just like, how did that go? How did that go, Veronica? Tell me. 23 episodes later. Yeah. Does it, do, do you feel like you're a better person right now? But uh, Archie comes up and... Veronica tries to bully Betty into asking Archie to the dance. Betty chickens out and asks Archie to go to the dance with both of them. Yes. So we can get another shot for the, the trailer. trailer. For the trailer. 
But yeah, so they're all going to go together, and it's going to be fun. Then we, again, I, the last time we watched this episode, we did this too, but there is a great scene between Luke Perry Andrews and Archie. It's great. Yeah. He's a good dad. He just wants Archie to have a future. Yeah. He wants Archie to do what he wants and be happy, but he just wants him to have a future. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, don't, I, I wrote down the Alice thing because it still confuses me. Um, because I guess this is sort of ties into the next scene, sort of also when um, Betty opens up her side of the story. Oh, yes. She's like, okay, so her mom sent Polly away. Yep. Her mom knows that Polly's pregnant. Yep. So she sent her away to, uh... To the nuns. The nuns. Because she's pregnant. And then she got angry at Hal because he wanted her to give the baby up for adoption. He didn't he want her to have an abortion? No, we thought it was an abortion. Because he said, you... She was doing the same thing to Alice that she was going to do to um Polly's going to do to Alice. Alice gave her baby up because that's chic, right? So I thought that Hal wanted her her to have an abortion, and she gave the baby up instead of having an abortion. N- no, we th- once we thought it was an abortion, it was an adoption. She was angry because Hal made her give the baby up. Because remember, she she refused to say the word, so we thought abortion until the time came up and Be- and Alice revealed to Betty that what he did was he made her like give the baby away. But I'm confused because I'm like, okay, if you're sending her away, how is what do you think is going to happen? She's going to live now there forever with her baby. Well, that's where Alice went when she was pregnant. Yeah. So that's the only place she knows that for pregnant people to go. Yeah, I'm I'm just confused what Alice's problem is. I thought that Hal was making her have an abortion, and she chose to do the adoption instead. See, it's, it's been a long time since we watched that yeah. episode. See, I thought I thought it was because we were, we were like sure that it was an abortion because she wasn't saying it. Well, yeah, because we thought that she had an abortion. Yes, but and it was actually. But I. But the distinction that I'm making yeah, is that, it's, is that, that Hal wanted an abortion. Yeah, the abortion she, part was still there, but yeah. what she chose to do was the adoption instead. I don't know. It's unclear. And you know what? We're also mixing this up with the OC. Let's be real. <laughs> Blonde moms connecting with pregnant youths. I mean, to be fair, this mom sends the pregnant youth away. And Kirsten's also not Teresa's mom. Yeah. 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 Um... Anyway, Betty dances. This is the most, like, teenage scene. So cute. So cute. Because, hey, she she's excited. She's going to do a dance with Archie, even though she... Like, this, this is perfect. This this is the perfect teen scene that this show has never done. Like, everything else, they keep on forgetting the ages of these kids. This scene where a 15-year-old girl kind of asked her crush out. Like, she... Let's be clear. She shook it out and was like, we'll all go as friends. But she's like, yes. I did it. And then, That's exactly what 15-year-olds do. Yeah, and then she's also a cheerleader now, which is what she wanted to do. So she's just, like, dancing around and, like, pout, pretending to powder makeup and, like, having the time and of her life. And lip-syncing, so happy. And then Alice ruins it because that's all she can do. You may not be a cheerleader. You may not have friends. You mean, Wait, you you mean, uh... Okay, so... <laughs> you she, mean Cheryl Blossom's vixens? Like, no, the school's vixens. No, you cannot be with Cheryl Blossom. <laughs> Going to a dance with Archie. No, no Archie. All and men new, and women are terrible. <laughs> my new friend Veronica. What? Veronica Lodge? No, she does not like you. Why can't you be friends with Dilton Doyle? He's a good kid. How about Miss Grundy? She seems like a nice teacher. <laughs> what does Alice want? Why can't Betty hang out with anyone? <laughs> anyway, Betty has some backbone. She leaves to go buy a dress. Yep. 
this is where we get the bag of money for Hermione, queen of crime. Yep. So this is now even messier. Like, I guess I can see... Like, she, she knows what he wants to do with it. Or she's assumed. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to invest it. Yeah. Like, he, retroactively, I could make a case for, like, her... This one, this part makes more sense. Yes. I mean, what if you see it in... You can, you can see it in both contexts at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like... Yeah. 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 Uh, but she has a bag of money. Then they're at the dance, which is a creepy Jason shrine. <laughs> but more importantly, Betty looks so beautiful with her hair down. Yes. So, so going back to the creepy Jason shine once again. I just want everyone to. I never want anyone to forget this. At this point, Cheryl, Cheryl thinks he's alive. Cheryl thinks he's alive. She's just like, hey. She just loves Jason, and she wants everyone else to love Jason as much as she loves Jason. My twin brother is dead, and I think we should have banners made of him. <laughs> Big banners. Also. I will be in charge of the dance. I will. I am now the de facto queen because my twin brother is dead. This is why she agreed to go on, go along with his plan. She was <laughs> like, "Think of all the attention I'll get." Yeah, uh, that's probably what he told her. He's like, "All right, Cheryl, I want to <laughs> run away to be with Polly because I love her a lot." She doesn't know she's pregnant. That's very clear. She does not know that. That's yeah. true. I think did Jay, I don't know if Jason knew. No, Jason knows. That's why they're running away. Okay. I thought they just ran away because they love each other. No. Because uh, <laughs> no, he needed all the money, which is why he was running right. the drugs, but then he was going to stop running the drugs. Right. Um, but yeah, so he, so he's like, Cheryl, I need to run away with Polly because I love her. Will you help me? And Cheryl's like, no. But Cheryl, think of all the attention you'll get. I'm involved. <laughs> Cheryl Blossom. Cheryl, I don't like it when you say both your names. Cheryl Blossom. Great. It's like a Pokemon. <laughs> um, it's Grundy is upset that Archie exists, I guess. How dare he go to his school dance? Yeah, and he's like, I'm not stalking you. And she's like, <sighs> You know what? She could have chosen to not chaperone the dance. Yeah, she literally could. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> apparently she can't be alone with, with, like, teenagers. So now she's in a room full of teenagers. And apparently no other adults. It's like she's, she's a liar. Chaperone. It's like she's a liar. She likes it. What? It's like she's a predator. What? Well, it's like she's a terrible, ba- bad person. Oh, my person. God. I forgot how abusive she was to Archie, too. Oh, she's like, real bad. I really need to talk to someone about how we heard a gunshot. And she's like, no, this is your fault. You. You did this. And what would people say? You just got so hot. And she's like... But the gunshot. No, no, no. You're a really bad person. But we should tell someone. No, I'll teach you how to do music. We can't be alone together. I'll see you later. <laughs> God, she's so bad. She's real bad. She's so real bad. Real bad person. Um, then Cheryl wants chaos. <laughs> yeah, Cheryl. Oh, well, hang on. Can we take a little take a little bit of a side tour here and talk about Joe's and the Pussycats for a oh, second? Oh, yeah. Because they play this. They play the... Uh, they play it. And of course, they play so many original compositions. Except for this one time. Of course. This one time. <laughs> By special request of Cheryl. Yes. They play the song that Cheryl and Jason were conceived to. Now, to be fair, to be fair, maybe every single time, it's just people will have a special request of them. They never get a chance to do what they want. No, no. They, they, they do, like, always other, you know, <laughs> sugar sugar at one point. They're just being bullied. Yeah. Just bullied. Yeah. And then uh, Cheryl sees, I guess, Betty and Archie dancing together, and Cheryl's like, time for some chaos. And we're not making that up. That's literally her line. Yeah, she uses the line, time for some chaos. 
good old chaotic neutral Cheryl Blossom. Cheryl Blossom. And this is like very, very foreboding. And her plan, if you have forgotten, <laughs> is to play spin the bottle. Is to be like, Archie, you're going to make out with someone. Spin the bottle. And let's get Reggie. Our sweet, sweet boy. Susie and, Re- Susie and Reggie, as soon as Cheryl's like, Who's going to go first? How about A for Archie? And Reggie goes, yeah! No one has ever been so excited to imagine someone else was going to make out with someone than (laughs) Reggie is for Archie. Reggie wants Archie to get laid (laughs) so so much. Also very important is when Cheryl spins that bottle, it's a circle of girls and Reggie. (laughs) Reggie put himself in contention. And if it landed on him, he would have been okay with that. Yeah, he'd be like, yeah, Archie, let's go. So... (laughs) There's no way Cheryl <laughs> planned this. Like, what if we just landed on another girl? I think Cheryl just wanted someone who was not Betty to kiss Archie. But if Betty had to kiss Archie, that would be okay, too. <laughs> I want something to happen. Spin! So it between Veronica and Betty. And so she's like, Veronica! And then Veronica and Archie go into the closet. Veronica is a one hundo seducing Archie. Yeah, like, watching the scene the second go-around, uh, Veronica does a real bad job of making this not, like, be a thing. Yeah, just, like, don't keep stepping closer to him and stop talking about sexy things. Yeah, she she keeps staring into his dreamy eyes. And, like, inching herself ever closer and, like, arching her back at him. Do you, do you, do you like Betty? And he's like, she's my friend. But do you like her? Well, she's my best friend. But what about more than friends? Is this about Betty or about you? Betty. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, Veronica. So then about two minutes in. She kisses him. She kisses him on the mouth. And now they're going out, so sure, I guess. But like, for someone who is like, nope, I have given up my designs on this man for my friend. And she's doing it bad. And Because earlier she did say, like, I've been with every flavor except for orange. Gross, which is gross, real gross for a gross. 15-year-old to say. Yep. That would be real gross for a 30-year-old to say. Yep, don't but say that. I think the only time that's not gross is if you're 8 years old and you're looking at an ice cream menu. <laughs> and you're like, I've had every flavor except for orange, so I want orange. Yep. Then it's not gross. <sighs> and you know what? It is okay to seduce guys. Like... You go and get them. Yeah. But to be like, I can't, I have to be a better person. Then don't do the seduction thing. And, and you know what? Doing the thing is, like, I'm actually fine with her doing this if I knew it paid off well. Like, if I knew that this paid off into a storyline of her being like, I'm trying to be a good person, but I keep not being a good person. I don't think I'm a good person. And, like, that is her deal. Yeah. But that's never her deal. Her deal is always like... I'm a bad person, but bad things keep happening to me. But Betty, forgive me. Not I'm going to be better. Just yeah. forgive me. Yeah, Betty, you should you should forgive me because I because I'm sorry about it. I might get better. I don't know. We, but what about me? We blinked and shifty eyed. Yeah. Yeah. So like like it's so weird to look back at this and see that like it felt like there were arcs that were being set up. That didn't go like anywhere. The Adderall thing, and there's Veronica, I want to be a better person, Lodge. They just realized that what was testing better was mystery. Yes. Those mysteries, that outsider jughead, and those abs. Yeah. And then, like, they leave, and Betty, because she's irrational and a 15 Because she's 15. Because she's 15. She like, ran into the night. Yeah, because she's like, they're in the closet together. Clearly, they're going to... She has no reason to trust Veronica, really. Yeah. Veronica like, has declared herself Betty's best friend, but Veronica also declared herself Kevin's best friend, so... Yeah. 
She's uh, a French slut. Yes. So Betty runs off because she's 15, and that's that's fine. Then Archie and Veronica run off after her, but not together. <laughs> well, no, Veronica does not run off after her. Veronica goes immediately home. I know how Veronica got to Pop Tate's. In an Uber. Oh, right. She did Uber. Yeah. She Ubered it. Because um, Riverdale is Uber. Yeah. So so <laughs> they're running out and and like Archie's like, we got to find her. And Veronica's like, the last thing she'd want to see is us together, which I feel like a sign for, I want to go home. <laughs> I don't want to help with this. I've just been out for so long and my feet are so tired and this really seems like a you problem. <laughs> I'm going to get in my Uber and go home and lie on my mummy's lap. And sh- <laughs> I don't know what name I was going to say. I think I was going to say Cheryl and Hermione already into that boxed wine. Yeah, yeah. Hermione's yep. having her boxed wine. Veronica goes home. And it's a very sweet scene. Of course, now Hermione, c- crime queen of Riverdale, hates Veronica. Because reasons. Stuff. Because reasons. Like, every single time they reveal something about her makes with things she do make less sense. Because this is the scene that I thought was going to be... This is what I thought was going to be. I thought was going to be about her, like, trying to protect her daughter from crime. Mm-hmm. But instead, she's the most crime. Yeah, she wants to get her boyfriend into crime. <sighs> with their weird Italian-Spanish mafia thing. thing. Well, it's not, it's not the mafia, because you have to be Sicilian to be in the mafia. And they're not Italian. They're Spanish. Yeah, they are not Sicilian. Hey guys, what's the name for the Spanish mob? It's weird because they also say, but they do use Capo, which is, maybe that's just a shorthand. No, she refers to Andre as her Capo. Yeah, she sure does. Not Andre, the, she refers to the, um... Oh, sorry, um, Adams. Yeah. Agent Adams is a Capo. The fake FBI, but she has several Capos. Yeah. So many Capos. So we have a scene here that, like, hey, we're getting sort of low on time, but we need to talk about what we discovered. Yeah, we don't really need to talk about much else other than what we discovered. Yeah, so Archie, when finding Betty, goes and sees Jughead. Jughead's first real appearance in the episode. Yeah, so he goes to Pop Tate's, because that actually is a super reasonable place for Betty to be. <laughs> yeah. This is very good looking on his part. Yeah, I wouldn't know if he'd be the... I, I'm assuming he's on his way home. Yeah. He's like, I'll stop by here, because he eventually finds her at her house. <laughs> and you think he would have looked there first, no, but No, I'm that's assuming fine. Pop Tate's is on the way home. Yeah. Because he, oh, he definitely ran there, I guess, or rode his bike. Also, what – sorry, we're just going to hop back a little bit. What house were they at for that party? Because that was not the Blossom House. There's another house. That was not the Manor, and it was also not Thistle House. They have a new house. Oh. And then that one burned down that night. Jay was like, thanks sense. for going to my party. Burn! <laughs> okay, that's she true. She threw a brandy glass into the fire. <laughs> and then she just walked away into the night. Yeah, with all those people inside. They're like, should we, should we leave? Is this I, done? I, I, I'll be the house so far. I guess we should go. <laughs> Oh, okay. So we're at Pop Tate's. Yes. Jughead is there. Jughead is working on his novel. And we, the, Archie and Jughead have had a fight. Yeah. We don't need to go into it. It's boring and dumb. What is not boring and dumb is Jughead's novel. Yes. Which so, they show us a glimpse of on the screen. And this time, we paused it. Oh, we did. So this is clear. The novel that Jughead is working on is the show. It's his voiceovers. It's the voiceovers. Which means that he... So what we see on the screen is the voiceover from this episode, which is what happened yesterday, I guess. Yeah. And let's also be clear, that is at least four pages into this monster <laughs> of a manuscript. What did, like, there, there's what the, did he write about for four pages? Because there is the line, the name of this town is Riverdale. That's at least four. Now, let's be clear, not like little book pages. 
that is for computer pages. Yeah, he's he's writing in using the program pages on Mike on uh on his Mac. Yeah, on his Mac. He's got to be like ten thousand words in. Yeah, like <laughs> like it's well, he'd be about two thousand words in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, once again, minimum four pages. I don't know how many there actually are. Yeah, but we see four pages on the screen. We see four pages on the screen, and he's writing it, and like, so a lot of it, a lot of it is the voiceover. There's a few, um... They obviously changed the voiceover after they shot the scene. Or made it just better, I guess. <laughs> so they have, um, one bit where they say, so remember we have the, that, here's the story. The story that Cheryl told made the rounds. That Cheryl saw a ribbon in the water. Unless you dropped her glove. She's... <laughs> These are both dumb. A ribbon makes a little bit more sense, because how do you drop your glove? Your glove's in your hand. I guess she took her glove <laughs> your off. Your glove is on your hand, though. Yeah, but she dropped it. But no, I like the idea of her seeing a ribbon go like, ribbon! And Jason being like, I'll get it, I guess. And he reaches for the ribbon. And then he... Fi- then, uh... And Jason reached down to get it, and accidentally tipped the boat. And panicked and drowned, which is super weird because Jason was captain of almost every sports team at Riverdale High, including water polo. Not that anyone examined those facts too closely or asked too many questions. See, the Blossoms had their tendrils wrapped around the entire town. No one wanted to make enemies of. Then that's done. This is the book that he's writing. Super weird, which is super weird. I, like I like how they cut that out. Can you imagine the, 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 <laughs> the first, voice, the the first voiceover, voiceover. dramatic show? All of a sudden goes, it was like, <laughs> he fell off and drowned, which is super weird. Like, <laughs> like you don't even know. Like, he he does, he's a, he does sports. Well, I mean, this is the first draft of his book. He refines No, it's it. not, Aaron. <laughs> That's right. We, you, you look at the page, you look like a little bit off to the side, and do you know what there is? It's like just, 14. It's just all drafts, and there's one that's called Final Draft. Which is impossible, because he's only four... Because he hasn't written the story yet. <laughs> because the story hasn't happened Unless yet. he's done another novel, but no, the entire point is supposed to be his first novel. Yeah. Until he starts writing... Not the novel. Is he still writing the novel? He's just writing exposés now. Exposé after exposé. It, it, it's so hilarious. He also has folders called taxes and forms. Well, of course, he does his own taxes. Uh, so anyway, we'll wrap the rest of this up real quick because Jughead's computer is really the highlight of the episode. It oh, it really is. If you a chance, you definitely need to uh, pause and read. Yeah. I mean, all I can assume is that he's done four pages of explaining Riverdale. <laughs> he basically writes the uh, opening of Our Town, but he makes it about Riverdale. Yeah, like, before the lines we see before the name of this town is Riverdale, you get a few of the lines from the, uh, like, the opening. Mm-hmm. There's just a little bit that's sort of cut off, which is, she says, don't know any better, or they're too old and they don't want to know any better. This story is about a town, a small <laughs> town. And the people who live in that town and work there and fall in love there. Get, the point is, how does that transition work? This is our town. They're He's running our town. They're too old. They don't know any better. Or they don't care. This story is about a town. Oh, Jughead. I, I remember reading a book and then like 2,000 words in it says, this story is about. <laughs> I'm like, what was I reading before? Preamble. Preamble. So, uh, Archie finds Buddy at home. She says, do you love me? He says, I can't. You're too good for me because he's a robot. He doesn't have any emotions. Or know how to put 
you know, talk someone down. Then Moose and Kevin are going to go skinny dipping. And sexing. But no kissing. No kissing. But instead they find Jason. Yes. Because the serpents did a real bad job of dumping him. They learned a lot from the mistakes they made with Jason. Yeah, well, later when FB... Pours lie on a pours body. lie on a body. He's like, he should have done that with Jason. <laughs> Wasn't FB the one who FB. dumped Jason? I thought it was the guy who committed suicide. The no, bad no, serpent. No, 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 no. Because, no, FB did dump Jason. That's oh, the that's right. Point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, FB, should have done a, Couldn't get your hands on lie? <laughs> I guess. I guess. Should have asked uh, Clifford Blossom. <laughs> Who, by the way, is 100% not wearing a wig in this episode. <laughs> it's definitely not a wig. Uh, <sighs> that's the end of the episode. All right. Voice over. Let's do, uh, let's do our CW moments. Oh, God. Like, how are we, like, like, I think we should. I think we should do our CW moments. Uh, okay. I do have one. CW moment, a moment of drama and not logic. No logic. I'm going to say for this drama. one, for this, for just this episode, if you want to, because we've already done this episode, mm-hmm. you can do a moment that just like made the episode for you. We'll, we'll, we'll put away seeing Jughead screen because that's amazing. <laughs> that was incredible. But like My this, this will be our, what, what is your recap moment? Miss Grundy and her sunglass look. <laughs> yeah that's over the top she gives she gives it to, to uh reggie later when she leaves town. i know what yeah, she throwback. loves her heart <laughs> she loves her heart-shaped glasses that teacher and her vw bug i just remember when we first saw her in the trailer and we're like there's no way that's a teacher we definitely thought it was betty yeah what about you what was your moment that made the episode i mean ugh. it's pretty hilarious that when archie goes to see betty she's leaving her house and she, <laughs> yeah. there's no way she knew he was there Nope. She turns and she sees him and they talk to each other. And then she goes back in her house. And I'm like, where was she going? Maybe she was going to look for Archie to talk about what happened. She was like, I've girded my loins. I'm going right, out to discover to if talk he likes to him me. Across the street, because I assume that's where his house is. Still don't know where his house is. It's definitely not next door to her house, because we saw the two houses next door to his house. And, and we saw the houses next door to her house. It's close enough that re- that um Kevin can see archie's abs like defined maybe they're across the back alley neighbors oh that, that'd be good yeah that'd be good yeah. maybe maybe kevin just has super ab vision <laughs> super ab vision well yeah. when you're a teenage gay stereotype <laughs> you, you got you got all the powers you want so uh, that was uh that's the first episode again man it was uh it was good it was better than i remembered <sighs> well it, the show has just gone so crazy yeah here, here's here's the weird thing like, it's weird looking back at this episode, and it's still really crazy, but it's still, like, but it's a lot less crazy than it is now. Like, it's, like, you're looking at Archie. Archie, who, in this episode, is like, I want to play music, but I also want to not disappoint my dad. So I'll figure out a way to play music and have football. And also, like, I have feelings, and there's this, there's, you know, there's a teacher, which is probably the most bizarre thing at this moment, is his whole relationship with, you know, Miss mm-hmm, Grundy. Mm-hmm. And then now he's joined the Mafia. And for a while, he thought he was an FBI informant. Yeah, and except for he wasn't. He was joining the mafia. <laughs> oh, poor sweet Archie. You sweet dummy. Did, so did, like, Hermione not have her capos bef- until Hiram got out of jail? I mean, obviously she did, but the TV show didn't know she was in the mafia yet. <sighs> yeah, because, like... She clearly had... Then, she then had, what was Smithers? Was he a capo? No, I guess he was just someone she hired. What? 
Because he gets fired eventually for saying bad things about Hiram. And she's known Smithers for forever. So I guess he doesn't know she's a crime lord. I guess it makes sense because he's been holed up in the Pembroke. Because <coughs> he doesn't know her, my, I mean, Veronica. He's not allowed to leave. The Pembroke, know. which we don't know. What it is. What it is. Does Veronica own, or sorry, does Hermione just own the penthouse? Or does she own the Pembroke? And then if, if she owns all of it, then Smithers, yeah. If she doesn't own all of it, then I guess Smithers just works for the penthouse. And who which else? Which I guess is possible. And who else lives there? Yeah, because the St. Clair say the four seasons. Yeah, the five seasons. So right. Oh, right. The fifth <laughs> season. Schmummer. <laughs> because this, the show stopped using real references. Or Schminter, I guess. Yeah, Schminter makes Schminter. more sense. Oh, Fall, man. winter, spring, summer, Schminter. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. The fifth season. Oh, Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale. Well, uh, we don't actually quite know what we're going to do. Yeah, we probably won't have an episode next week. Yeah, yeah. We um, need to recover. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll figure out what to do. Keep an eye on our uh, Twitter or Instagram for more information. Those are both Podcast MOA. Podcast MOA. And you can also hit us up on some Gmail if you want. That's also Podcast MOA. Podcast MOA at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to help us figure out some of these things that are just... Answer our questions. Yeah. There are so many. Someone has to because Riverdale is not. Someone tell us what the Pembroke is. Oh, no. Oh, no. Who killed Jason Blossom? Actually, we are. I mean, we already know that. Oh, that's right. We could... um, okay, I, I got one. All right. How will Betty deal with her Adderall addiction? Ah, uh, okay. Will Veronica become a better person? How will Hermione come out from under the thumb of her criminal husband? Answers to all this and more, someday on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast.